You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I am your host, NB Nightingale, and I'm kind of high right now from pain medications and a CBD gum, three CBD gummies. <laughs> it's a quite interesting experience. We uh, are in Massachusetts, so you know uh, if you want to call the cops on us, because <laughs> it's legal here. Oh yes, it is. So uh, but yeah, I got a bad. I woke up with a bad crick in my neck because my bed sucks, and I, you know, I've just been managing pain all day and. Found those in the back of my fridge, <laughs> and just, uh, I think I bought them months ago at a convenience store, and I took them. Well, I mean, that's something right there. Yeah. So, hi, I'm your co-host, Brandon. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, usually I start this, these episodes with a rant, uh, but, mm. Brandon, you said you had something you wanted to take me to task for today. So... Our dear viewers, we were today. Our episode is on Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two from nineteen ninety three. That's the movie we're covering today, and uh, I think it's actually Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. I I <laughs> exactly yes. <laughs> I I I. That's a lot of Godzillas. <laughs> that's the movie we're watching today, and halfway through. Something was discovered through a discussion, a short discussion we had, and I don't think I can look at my co-host the same ever again. So we were discussing, uh, there was some line in the movie that was like, oh, the dinosaurs may return someday, which led us on to a little bit of a, of a funny, ooh, <laughs> look, they're back. The, the Don Bluth dinosaur movie. Yeah. Is it they're back or we're back? Oh, I think it's we're back, yeah. Yeah. So it's called We're Back. A dinosaur story. A dinosaur story, and it really quickly divulged into Nolan admitting to me, through not much provocation, <laughs> that Nolan has never, never in his 23 years on this planet... Soon to be 24. By the time be, this episode comes out, I think 24? Soon to be 24. Yeah. Has no, never, not by the time this episode comes out. That's next week. Yeah, the week after. So. Yeah. Wish me happy birthday. I won't say which day, so I'll get them staggered. <laughs> <laughs> keep the keep it going all time. Yeah. But has never, never in his life seen a Don Bluth movie. See, that wasn't the thing that killed you, though. No, no, no. That wasn't the that, part that killed you. That was the, you know, that was the, that was the one of the two punches, right? Like, that was the, that was the, you know, the, the need of my groin. And I was like, oh, that hurts so bad. But then, Nolan had an uppercut. <laughs> and Nolan was like, My only knowledge of Don Bluth films are from <laughs> Mr. Douglas Walker himself. I've only ever seen Don Bluth films through the guise of clips in reviews by our most nostalgic of critics. Doug Walker. 
So <laughs> that kind of hurt. <laughs> I, I got some and pretty strong psychic damage from that. For a second after thinking about that, I thought, wait, no. I think I've seen Anastasia. But I haven't. That was also... I was just stringing together <laughs> clips from a Nostalgia Critic review. What a bold choice for Don Bluth to have a live-action critique of his film in real time. Yeah, I thought it was weird when the, when the sad middle-aged man yelled, Big-lipped alligator moment. <laughs> well, at least that wasn't your only reference to Don Bluth from Nostalgia Critic. Don Bluth is a very interesting creator. I don't like a lot of his later stuff, but Secret of Nim is like just a really cool, interesting movie about like you know like fantasy meeting science and like fucking gorgeously animated. Like Don Bluth is a fantastic animator. Made like some of the best movies. Never No Land Before Time. Never seen the Land. Before Never. Time. You never had the experience of being traumatized when you were like six by the T-Rex scene. <laughs> Tis a shame, truly. Listen, when I was six, what type, what movies do you think I was really into when I was six? Based on me, based on my movie preferences, what was six-year-old Nolan's favorite movie? The Departed had been out at that point. <laughs> no, I would have been eight. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> my parents weren't that... My parents were good. They were not bad. <laughs> they didn't They didn't play that fast and loose with what I was allowed to watch. Okay. Well, then, what well, that leads me to think, then, is it has to be a good PG-13. If you said they weren't that fast and loose. <laughs> what was it, Nolan? What was six-year-old Nolan vibing to in the, in the year... Like 2004. Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man? As in the Ron Howard prestige film where <laughs> Russell Crowe plays an old timey boxer. <laughs> and this is. My parents don't like have pretentious film taste. This is me. This is just me. This is my dad let Cinderella Man play on the TV, and I watched that, and I was like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I can relate to the story. I, too, am a weathered six-year-old boxer. I... I've see I see how he goes out there every day and he fights to survive and I fight to find this missing puzzle piece. I understand. <laughs> Fixing the right shapes into the right holes and the thing just doesn't hit the same. I can feel you. In eighth grade, you know what my favorite movie was? I like to think that you like went back to like up or some Pixar movie. The Aviator. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I figured that would be like... I didn't know anybody on like 35 was a fan of it. The Aviator owns Bones, okay? <laughs> I know, but I just want to expect an 8th grade... I ended high school with it being West Side Story. Okay. Uh, after the first half of college, it was Network... 
Oh, the social network. No, not the social network. Oh. Network. Just network. I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. Oh, okay. And now I'm, you know, in a master's program and it is... Fuck, what is it? I, I've got this on my letterbox. <laughs> uh, I've got like four. Raising Arizona, The Social Network, uh, Shining, and what's the fourth one? Fuck, what's the fourth one? All Dogs Go to Heaven, the Don Bluth movie you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you got a feeling if you did, it'd be your favorite. This movie. So let's talk about our initial thoughts on Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. I, I, folks, it has been a long time since we watched a Godzilla movie. Uh, we were kind of binging the Attack and Titan things for like two seasons straight. Yeah, we've been pacing these out, so it's less abrupt to you, but it's been a while for us. I think a solid what two months, month and a half. Yeah. Good amount of time. Which was a break that I think we needed. I think mm. these move. I think the movies are can start feeling a bit too formulaic if you keep just pounding them one after another. Yeah. Even even though the high side ones are overall the strongest so far, yeah. it it is like okay one two three you know red green blue like the kind yeah. of and you perfection. know. Uh, five minutes into this movie, we were like, yeah, that was a good break to take. I'm recharged. This movie's fucking dope. Mm. And then the rest of the movie happened. So, Mecha, okay, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. I, I. I, I. <laughs> I, I, Captain. Is, I think it's the weakest of the highs I. Yeah, it's the weakest human plot by far. Or in terms of the human stuff. Or weakest plot, I guess, by far in general. Yeah. And this, like... I couldn't really follow it for a lot of them. Because it wasn't even... I was trying. Yeah, it wasn't even something like... Okay, I thought this... The action's great in this movie. And I'll get into some things where... Godzilla is, like, in this movie a lot. And that's great and wonderful. But There's probably, like, five or six big fight set pieces that are all very good yes like the action is like just as good if not better than any other Heisen movie <laughs> and it's more of it so that's great and awesome and wonderful yeah but like I <laughs> the the plot thing is really weird and bare bones because yeah. it's not even like I kind of liked the weird fucking nuts nature of like Godzilla versus King Ghidorah <laughs> The yeah. Heisei one, where it was like, we're going back in time, and you got, like, Godzilla dinosaur, and, like, all that crazy shit. Yeah. Like, it was a little hard to follow, but it was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. Like, fully embrace the B-movie stuff. Like, I could, if my, and I know because my roommate asked me last night. My roommate asked me, he's playing, Jay is playing a, uh, like, this mobile game, Godzilla game. There's, like, a million, so I don't know which one it is. Hmm. But he'd recently bought on it, not with his own money, but with game money, the <laughs> Dorats. Ah. And he asked me to explain what the fuck's a Dorat to him. <laughs> and first I said, my wife! <laughs> but then after that, I was able to explain to him that, oh, you see, uh, in the high Zai continuity, instead of being an alien, King Ghidorah... 
is the result of the same nuclear, the same nuclear reaction that yeah that, that made, made Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla from a dinosaur into Godzilla. It was three bat-like reptilian creatures, kind of bat-dog-like reptilian creatures, who got combined into one three-headed dragon. Yes. But then if you had to go, hey, Nolan, what's Godzillasaurus? <laughs> I would say a second attempt at Manila? Kind, yeah. You... Kind of Rodan's adopted brother using Cuckoo Bird or Kookaburra, not Cuckoo Bird, Kookaburra yeah, logic. Cuckoo yep. <laughs> uh, but also Godzilla's son? Yeah. So that, that some weird stuff happens in this movie, but yeah, sort of the action's really good, but the human stuff is kind of the weakest it's been. Yeah. In any Heizai thing, at least. Yeah. Like, there was always at least some interesting, weird stuff in the Heizai previous ones with people. Yeah, even, like, God's, even Godzilla vs. Mothra had all the Indiana Jones stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. But there's not as much here, so... We'll discuss the plot more. We'll try to discuss the <laughs> plot more uh, later on. Uh, but, so, the general consensus is... Mixed to negative, kind of, in the room? I think more mixed, because I didn't not f- enjoy my time, because the fights were so good. The fights were very good. But I do think, I'm trying to think, like, all the other all the other high side ones, right? So there's Return of Godzilla. Yeah. Biollante. Mm-hmm. Godzilla uh, versus King Ghidorah. Yep. Uh, Mothra, and now this one. Yeah. I think this one is the least memorable out of those. Well, the one you missed is probably the least memorable. Oh, yeah. Did I miss yeah. one? Yeah, Godzilla versus Bazooki. What? No. You don't remember Godzilla versus Bazooki? You're fucking with me. I'm not. You know, Bazooki, it was like the, it was like the alligator one. You're actively gaslighting me. There was never a... a... I'm not gaslighting you. Godzilla vs. Bazooki. Fans, tell Brandon about Godzilla vs. Bazooki. (laughs) No, you're fucking with me. I know there's never been an alligator kaiju. (laughs) Yeah, there was. Bazooki. Okay, how do you spell it? B. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Z. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. K. Yeah. E. All right. Godzilla versus Bazooki. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, I found it right here. I knew it! <laughs> yeah, you're sad, okay. I told you. <laughs> there is no Bazooki, folks. There's a Godzilla versus Bazooki. There is a Godzilla Listen, you're gaslighting me. No, you are gaslighting me! That's exactly what a gaslighter would say. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Godzilla yeah. versus Bazooki. Okay, you don't remember Godzilla versus Bazooki. This was the okay. Godzilla versus Bazooki was the one where you know it was following the Spielberg theme. It kind of did a Close Encounters of the Third Kind, <laughs> mixed with Jaws. So like, all of these believers in Bazooki <laughs> kept getting signs about Bazooki. And Godzilla's hardly in this one. He only comes in in the third act. 
And they're like, Bazooki's coming. Bazooki's coming. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, but then they all like gather up in, in the desert. They like all go out to Arizona. You know, this is the one that goes in America. Okay. And then... Yes, the alligator the alligator kaiju would fit very well into the Arizona desert. <laughs> we made fun of this in the Bazooki episode, okay? Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so then, you know, the three of them... The, the three main characters who's... You know, they got, like, the cat, fat hippie dude uh, where we kind of... You know, we made that joke about... Oh, did the hippie movement happen in Japan? So he came back from the Showa era film. No, this guy was from the Heizai era films. Okay, alright. And then... Yep. There was the grizzled sea captain. Yes, in Arizona. And then there was the one that was pretty racist and we didn't really want to talk about. No, he, he, <laughs> no the, the character wasn't spouting racism. Oh. The very existence of the character itself was racist, and I don't think we should elaborate <laughs> on it as two white guys here. But uh, then, yeah. so you know, they're like, B- Bazook- "Okay, Bazooki's gonna come into the ocean because again, he's the alligator one." Yes, into the what the fucking the salt lake of, <laughs> and they so they yeah. took the, so they took their boat down into the Gulf of Mexico. Yep. As you can do, because everyone knows that if you if you push the boat motor hard enough, you can start just riding yeah, on the made, sand. We made fun of this in the episode, exactly. Yeah. It was like what we like made a funny couple Dune references. It was a pretty fun time. Yeah, it was, and it was a good enjoyable time. Yeah, and so the bazooki, and they're like waiting out in the water on this boat. Yeah, and then our old friend Abira comes. And attacks the boat, and we were so happy because Abira. Abira was back in yeah. there. Abira had returned. Is this ringing any bells for you, folks? I think the the CBD gummies. When Bazooki finally shows up, uh oh, Bazooki's evil. <gasps> no, oh, I forgot that. Yeah, then he and Godzilla get to fighting. Oh yeah. In the, but, the desert of Arizona. No, they're in the Gulf of Mexico. Keep okay. up. Okay. Alright, now they're in the water of the Gulf of Mexico. And then, something I've been waiting for since Singular Point happens. Alright. We get an intense, 20 minute long <laughs> sex scene between Bazooki and Godzilla. <sighs> This, this, is the one where, this is the one where we made a joke because it was the one... It was the first Godzilla film since the Showa era where Godzilla talked, right? For a few lines. And it's, it was, quote, that's I guess that's why you call you Bazooki. <laughs> yeah, and remember? Like, we were very impressed. Well, you were more impressed than I was. It was a little weird. By the sculpting of Bazooki's seven breasts. It's a classic of the genre... I listed Bazook Godzilla versus Bazooki as my new favorite of the Godzilla movies. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, let's push this train back on track. And uh, I think it's time to talk about what that non-Bazooki monsters do. Okay, but I like Bazooki more. Send us Bazooki fan art, folks. <laughs> what do you think he looks like? <laughs> what do you think? 
Well, he's in the lost. movie. It should be easy. Fuck with, just fuck with people Post. posting on like the Lost Media Wiki. <laughs> Godzilla I'm versus not fucking with you right now. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> okay, so there's monster. So, what that monster do? Okay, so there was a part of me that because I'm really uninterested in this movie, yeah. wanted the entire rest of this episode to be me detailing <laughs> this fake Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, So folks, um, so the Godzilla, the monsters that show up in this movie, Rodan makes his first appearance in the Heisei movies. Woo! And, and he looks great. I don't know. I don't know if he shows up again or not. I mean... Oh, wait, no, he does fucking die. He fucking <laughs> melds into Godzilla. He... Oh, wait. Here's an out-of-context uh, quote for you folks to, to post around. Uh, quote, Rodan melts into Godzilla's butt brain. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing that happens, and we'll get into that yeah. later. So, the... Rodan's really cool in this movie. Big old monster, great design. More like... Like, pterodactyly looking. Also, the best the flight has ever looked in any of these kaiju films. Yes, and like, the <laughs> he's just landing on stuff and taking off from it, and it looks natural AF. It looks good. There's a couple parts in the fight scenes where he smashes into a building. Yeah, it looks great. It looks so good. So he's looking great in this movie. He's got the effects were kind of weird when he's flying around because like they couldn't quite get the the wind thing to look good so they just kind of did little explosives on the ground and it's quite noticeable in like the ocean when he's flying above the water because it's like boo, 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 boo. <laughs> and it's quite weird so Rodan's doing that thing Rodan's cool in this movie um, Godzilla shows up in this movie of course the only difference being I think this is the first mention of his butt brain <laughs> probably yeah, the, the last the if I had to guess I don't think the butt brain is something that ve- that <laughs> yeah. that's very focused on in canon. <laughs> we find out that Godzilla has two brains, one in his noggin, and one in his butt. <laughs> it's not like it's in his like pelvisy area, but it looks like his butt. They shoot him in the butt to get to it. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, like he's got a butt brain, and that's. You know, he's the same looking Godzilla from the previous Heisei film. So, the yeah. Mothra one. So, he's looking fine. He's looking all set. And then the, uh, there's the new monster that was never before seen, Godzilla-saurus, which is... Oh, the reveal of Godzilla-saurus. Blew yes. our minds. We had no idea he was gonna, sh- he was gonna be a thing. Yeah. We were confident it was going to be a Rodan, like a little Rodan. It was very fun because someone in here doesn't like Manila. (laughs) I don't know who, but someone in here has a very, very pronounced uh, hatred of Manila. Uh, Even though Manila, you know, was the best character in Godzilla vs. Bazooki. uh... Um, You know, after that... He does have a bit of a redemption arc in this thing, in the, in Bazooki. It, he does have a bit of a redemption arc, I'd It was say. a really touching romance. But, oh, between him and uh, Bazooki Jr.? No. Remember? So, the female lead of the movie, this woman, 
named Monica who mm. doesn't have time for Christmas. She's a businesswoman. Oh, okay. she's only got time for business, not Christmas. Ah. She goes back to her hometown, which happens to be... In the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. yeah. It's a raft in the Gulf of Mexico. And an egg washes onto her raft one night. And who pops from it but Manila. And they're stuck together. It's an enemy mine type situation. Ah. So, you know, they are just... So, they... <laughs> they... So they're getting to learn each other's culture. Mm. So Manila. So first, she learns some of words in Manila's language, like and which, of course, as we know, are you know, is the kaiju oath, and Manila. Learn some words in English, like love. And this is all, it culminates in this tender moment where she puts a hand to Manila's face and Manila looks away because this isn't licorice pizza and this age gap relationship can't work out. <laughs> oh, gosh. So yeah, that was the best part of Godzilla vs. Bazooki, in my opinion. Well, one of it. It was four hours long. It was four... It, it was a full half hour longer than Seven Samurai. It's a very bold choice. We it did, was. We did watch the, um, the definitive edition, you know, the 1998 cut. So make sure you watch that one. The weird part about it was that half of the runtime was they just... Uninterrupted, all the characters sit down in a motel at one point and uninterrupted watch the entirety of the film Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> and it doesn't like just cut to Midnight Cowboy. We're watching it on a <laughs> shitty hotel TV screen <laughs> with the borders going on. It was very experimental. It was. It was quite interesting. <laughs> so, um, there's little Godzillasaurus in this movie, and he's a little, uh, He's a little green guy. He's like a he's a he's a better designed Manila, more or less. Yeah. Producer Jasper's barking in the other room. <laughs> he gets a little anxious with the storms, folks. All right. So, but again, enough about Godzilla versus Bazooki. This is not Godzilla King of the Casters. This is it's, Godzilla King of the Casters. It's, no, it's Podzilla King of the Casters. Ah, you're right. It Fuck, is. maybe the British usurpers do deserve our name. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even keep it straight. Damn. So. Alright, but yeah, uh, back to what those monsters do. So, yeah, Goro Godzilla Source is a green looking Godzilla. He's a little guy, he's got bigger eyes. He's got working eyelids, that's a big thing featured in this little guy. All of them have working eyelids. Now they do. S yeah, speaking of, did you watch uh, on Christmas? Did you watch the. The Disney Parade. No. My family always watches the Disney Parade. And so I've seen the new Fresh Hell that are the new mascot. The new versions of like the Minnie and Mickey mascots. Mm. And they've got blinking eyes. And I don't like it. They look uh, into your soul. 
I don't like it. I don't know who thought that was a non-horrifying idea. Yeah. So I think it's time to we talk about the monsters and what they do. Do we want to so, go to commercial? Yeah, I think it's good to let's go to commercial and we come back. I'm gonna do do uh, let's do the plot and then some little trivia stuff. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see you in a minute and uh, <laughs> this. Uh, the commercial will not be the trailer for Godzilla vs. Bazooki because, as we all know, that is currently banned in all countries in the world. The trailer version yeah. for various economic, ethical issues. Yeah. So, see you in a bit. See you then. The reason it was banned in most countries is because we, we, we're, we've been dancing around this because okay. it was, even in the episode itself, we danced around this because we didn't know, it was one of our earlier episodes, we didn't know how to appropriately address it. Yeah. It was rather awkward that for that movie and that movie alone, hmm. Godzilla was played by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> like, and you know, we thought he's just in the suit. He doesn't actually speak. It'd be fine. Yeah. Spacey was just, and he had that interview where he was like, I, I thought that in my, my preparation for the role of a monster, I must become a monster. Only decades later would Did we understand that, what, that, what meant? that really meant. <laughs> and once you, you know, it was know weird that, thing, that he was already talking. Instead of his normal voice, he was talking in that Frank Underwood voice. <laughs> he Since already, he's not Southern, but he he was doing it. He was already setting some weird things up. That uh, what a what a terrible man. I, I will say though, damn fine performance. Mm. In in uh, that Bazooki movie, of course. And in Fred Claus. <laughs> that is... I, I don't feel bad about this bad opinion anymore because of the fact that Kevin Spacey's a piece of shit. But my favorite Kevin Spacey performance has always been Fred Claus. <laughs> <laughs> this is releasing a little after Christmas time. 
It's a good performance. He's a monster, and I I haven't watched Fred Claus since he was canceled. <laughs> but it's a good performance. Before uh, that, I would watch Fred Claus every Christmas. At least the Kevin Spacey scenes. <laughs> yeah, I would just watch those scenes. It's kind of ruined them now. Yeah. All right, so let's go. As you can tell, what folks, am I gonna focus on Vince Vaughn? <laughs> I don't think Vince Vaughn's... I don't think Mama Vaughn is watching Fred Claus for Vince. Damn. What a tear... What a takedown. So, um... Let's go into... The plot of this movie. Yeah. In vague summary. Because, um... As you can tell, folks, we're not... The plot isn't that super connected and interesting and good. But it happens... Yeah. Okay. So this is my job. So, so I'll try. Take it. Take take it from here. So the first thing that happens, it, it's just weird that the Bazooki movie that that it took such a firm anti-vax stance, and like I know it was before the modern anti-vax movement, but I still feel like that's irresponsible, even in the 90s. I, I see that you're covering all those things, because I remember in the episode at the time, which was released... We were cowards back then. <laughs> <laughs> we said, you know, the science isn't out yet. <laughs> I guess we gotta just let... If this movie wants to take that stance, I guess we gotta just listen to it. You know... I, I, mean, I don't <laughs> believe in not taking vaxes, but I'm not going to complain about a movie that doesn't do it. That was an opinion we had like cowards. Because <laughs> Bazooki, you know, Bazooki's the villain and Bazooki's like, you must all get vaccinated to his followers. And his followers are like, no, we're not sheeple. And they burn him. And that's how the movie ends. They burn him in effigy. <laughs> Alright. So, um... I know, I know the train is derailed and everyone's drowned in the train, but you know, let's bring the skeletons back up. Okay, so the plot... So the plot, the plot so. of Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla II is, uh, they're looking up from Dino... They go to Dinosaur Island... And they, we're we're skipping bones. stuff, though. So okay. it opens up on some technical issues that Brandon and I had where we couldn't get the, <laughs> the close captioning. For to half me. an hour. I purchased your movie. Or I rented your movie. Legitimately. I spent dollars. <laughs> and I couldn't get it to fucking stop doing the double captioning. <laughs> At least we know when Bazooki did that, it was an artistic choice. <laughs> To have this the was English, just a tech thing. Yeah, to have, yeah. like, the English and the Japanese overlay each other without any overlay. It, it was, was it was a, a metaphor for the for the West's uh, modern colonization mm. of post-war Japan. It's a beautiful choice. <laughs> it was. I cried many times. <laughs> that movie went a lot of different directions. It did. It did. But I guess, you know, if you're making a four-hour epic, it, you gotta. You do have to. Yeah. You do have to. So, um, it okay, opens... Okay, so it opens with the head of Mecha King Ghidorah being yes. fought by the G-Force. Yes, and not the little hamster guys in the wheels. 
guinea pigs. That's what the G stands for. They are, aren't they? Yeah. So the they, guinea pigs. So the the guinea pig guys are. Taking, so the G force, which is the the bureau of anti Godzilla measures. They're not doing too good of a job, I'd say. They got like one job, and they never do it. So like, <laughs> yeah, pretty big government waste of money. Yep. So they're bought. They, Unlike the five million dollars that the Japanese government gave to. Takashi Miike to make his chilling vision that was Godzilla versus Bazooki. That was a national, like, treasure. It was right off the heels of audition. So, like, you know, Miike was hot at that time. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, um, it starts where they got the, they got know, the I Godzilla. I thought Takashi Miike's name was pronounced Takashi Mike for way too long. Takashi Mike. <laughs> yeah, I thought, and I didn't think he was like a, I didn't think he was a Japanese director. I thought he was like an American DJ until I learned he directed Audition. <laughs> okay, alright, so they got the Godzilla head. You know, they got like the Takashi 6'9". They got the Mechagodzilla head. And they build a new Mechagodzilla from the King Ghidorah head called Mechagodzilla 2. The first one was Aliens. This new one is being piloted by the G-Force to beat Why up Godzilla. Why do they call it Mechagodzilla 2, though? Because yeah. like, in this continuity, hmm. the first Mechagodzilla movie never happened. I actually don't know if they call it Mechagodzilla 2 in the movie. That's just metatextual? Yeah, because I know, you know it's called Mechagodzilla 2 because it's, it's the him again. But um, yeah, a lot they build like it. The, a lot like the way that Godzilla vs. Bazooki, in many ways, was a metatextual retelling of Journey to the West. <laughs> I will slap. I will slap you the next time I hear Bazooki <laughs> from your mouth. <laughs> It is, a, it is a masterpiece that is worthy of multiple hours of discussion, but we are here to talk about Mechagodzilla 2 today. Aye, aye. So, they got the... Do you really want to, though? We got to give a base summary. Going? Okay, so, so yeah. So, they have so a they... base. They build up Mechagodzilla, and they're like, yeah, great. We got a Mechagodzilla now. We're going to beat up Godzilla. Cut to, um... They go to Godzilla. They, go they to a cut to two island. years later. Uh, and they've they've built our Mechagodzilla as we know it, and then they go. Good that design. I never I never said Mechagodzilla two and what that monster do. <laughs> so Mechagodzilla two is yeah. Uh, let's do that monster. It's a it's an advanced. You're gonna feel a little unnatural pause there, folks. That was uh, Brandon literally beating me up. So that he could make me actually talk about the plot. So we're gonna speed run the plot real quick, as mm. we understand it. Yes. So, so, uh, so let's start from the beginning. I'll speed run this. All right. Give me a countdown. Three, two, one and a half, one and a quarter, one to fifth. Go. <laughs> We open up on Mecha King Ghidorah's head, the robot one, from Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. Uh, the G-Force, a government organization for for Godzilla defense measures, which they're not very good at it, uh, has acquired it and are making a Mecha Godzilla. Mm. 
II, one might say. And then, so then we cut to two years. Well, that was happened over the course of two years. Uh, we've got this uh, new guy in this pterodactyl who loves pterodactyls, just fucking loves them, has a jacket of them, who gets recorded, who gets put into the G-Force, mm. and where he's trained in what else but karate, obviously the most effective anti-Godzilla <laughs> measure. <laughs> yes, indeed. Then he, uh, so this guy, uh, he gets put on a on a uh, expedition to this island where they find the skeleton of a Rodan and an, a, a broken egg and an intact egg. Mm. They take the intact egg, the bro, but from the broken egg, we find out our boy Rodan comes in, starts attacking them. But then, who is it that's that comes in to attack Rodan? We don't know why yet. But Godzilla makes his entrance. It's a pretty badass entrance. Oh yeah, don 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 don. The laser uh, just shoots out of the water, and it's like, oh shit! And that's where Godzilla. They have the best fight of the movie, in my opinion. Right out the front, Uh, and Rodan gets knocked the fuck out, Uh, and Godzilla runs off. But the humans got away with the egg. A little while later, due to the psychic children from previous movies singing, the Mm. egg hatches, and Godzilla Saurus comes out. Uh, Manila 2.0, as I will call him. Uh, So. Uh, he bonds with this cute scientist lady that the uh, that the pterodactyl loving dude uh, it keeps hitting on, and it's unreciprocated. But you know, it's the '90s, so it's quirky. Whoa, uh, radical! It's not it's not workplace sexual harassment <laughs> if it's the '90s. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> what what? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> oh, I didn't like high fiving over that bit. Uh, <laughs> Can I rescind that high five? Res- high five rescinded. Just, just. <laughs> okay, <reverse>. so <laughs> then uh, they find out Godzillasaurus is a herbivore, and then after he hatches, Godzilla comes around and tries to get him, but they put him in a little safe room. Uh, then they make an enclosure for him that uh, looks like a very shitty version of the Indominus Rex's exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then, yep. This is where things get really muddled. For some reason, the pterodactyl loving guy gets put on parking lot patrol. I don't know why. I think it was a demotion. Yeah, but why? Wasn't that after the first time Mechagodzilla and Godzilla fight? Yeah. Okay, At some so yeah, point, Godzilla's in attack there. was fended off by Mechagodzilla, uh, but then Godzilla. He never does this again, even though it's really cool. While getting electrocuted by tasers that bury into his skin, mm. he sends the electric current back. That was really cool. They and never now did it's that. Red again. and it goes. Yeah, we don't know why that they never did that again. Uh, it was a cool power. Uh, but yeah. he gets demoted for some reason. Yeah, Mecha- then instantly, instantly, within two minutes, gets promoted again. <laughs> he was very good at that parking lot. And In the meantime, he creates uh, what I can only describe as Green Goblin's Glider, but it's a pterodactyl. Yes, and he tries to impress. Uh, he tries to impress the scientist girl, unsuccess, still unsuccessfully in the romantic region, uh, by taking her on a glider ride. 
and I can show you the Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, the the anti-god, the G-Force learns from studying Godzilla source that uh, Godzilla's got a butt brain. A butt brain. He's got two brains: head brain, butt brain. Butt and, brain, head brain. And they plan to attack his butt brain. <laughs> yes, they do. So then, oh fuck! What happens next? Okay, so then I, think... I remember they're repairing the bot. And my favorite character in the movie has a few lines. Okay, so they're they're <laughs> upping the ante on the bot, and the white guy has a couple of lines. Uh, He's uh, he, he delivers them all horribly. It's so good. It's yeah. like it, it's not like oh haha. It's like some Japanese guy trying to say English or anything. It's like like a like a fucking Wisconsin honky, <laughs> like an old like an old like an like an old white guy. With, you know, like, balding white man, like, kind of looks like Santa Claus. And he just has, like, is this going to help Mechagodzilla? Yeah. <laughs> They're all horrible line reads, and I love them. They're all uh, so good. He's like, yes, I think I'll like that. <laughs> all right, so then, but yeah, so, so then. Mwah, perfect. I love, he's in so many scenes. Oh, I now I him. remember what happened. So then the psychic kids sing a little ditty they've been working on. <laughs> For, for Godzillasaurus. Demonic that, Greek choir. A fucking Gregorian <laughs> chant. And it's like, the kids have been working on that. With who? <laughs> With whom have they been working on a Gregorian chant? It must be the psychic uh, the psychic lady who comes back from the previous movies. Yeah, she's in every movie in this era. She is. I don't know if you brought it up in everyone, but she's there. Yeah, so then... Then uh, I... Okay. okay, then that wakes Rodan up. Yes, and he's, he's supercharges him. Makes him and have he flies. He has red electricity around him. Yes, he has red stuff. And he flies all the way to Kyoko, and uh, right as Mechagodzilla is back it up and ready, and they have a fight scene in which it looks like Rodan gets super deaded. <laughs> like he just like he's fucking bleeding goo from the chest. It's like one and shot his where his mouth he, is foaming. Yeah, it's like he's on his back and it's like like fucking like big old bullet holes in his chest leaking goo. That's another really cool fight. My second favorite fight. Pretty much the two Rodan fights are the best fights cuz you get the cool utilization of the fl- of flight in awesome ways instead of just like a a stiff little robot man. <laughs> Mechagodzilla <laughs> 2 flies. Yeah. And it's just like a little stiff robot. Just did Mechagodzilla 1 fly? I feel like I remember him flying at some point. Okay, I think he did now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah, so... Because I remember <laughs> it was I, like a stance like this. Oh, yeah, it's a... Pss- yeah, with like yeah. his... Looking like a waiter. Yeah. And uh, I'll say Mechagodzilla 1 could probably kick Mechagodzilla 2's ass. Yeah, Mechagodzilla like, 1 was way more metal. Yeah, like, Mechagodzilla 1 kind of sucks. Like, not in, like, oh, he's yeah, not Mechagodzilla a fun to watch monster. Sucks. Sorry, yeah, Mechagodzilla 2, like... Because he's got humans in him. He's got, instead of aliens like the first one, it's, yeah. like, humans, and, like, he he constantly loses power. Like, him and Godzilla will, like, match a cool laser blast, which is a really cool thing. And then Mechagodzilla 2 was like, oops, out of juice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, shit. Yeah, so anyways, Mechagodzilla fights Godzilla, who shows up after that, and he's winning because he's electrocuting the butt brain until it <laughs> literally bursts. His butt but brain then, has exploded. This is the craziest thing that happens. Rodan 
someone hammering something? I think so. Look, Rodan gets up from the dead, flies over to Godzilla, and melts into him, <laughs> fixing the butt brain. There's no better way to explain that. And then he re- turns into just fucking glitter. The glitter bomb. Yeah. That destroys Mechagodzilla's two's armor. <laughs> yeah, and then Godzilla just sets Mechagodzilla on, two on fire. Using, interesting enough, remember when Rodan was revived, he was glowing red? Yeah, he uses a red atomic breath instead of his traditional blue that was seen mm. through the rest of the movie. And then, somehow, everyone inside of Mechagodzilla 2 is safe, and they seem pretty, like... No one seems too broken up about losing to Godzilla. Godzilla kind of just does, like, a... Well, we'll see you guys next time. The movie's over at this point, and turns around and walks into the ocean as he's wont to do. Uh, with, uh, baby, uh... Oh, yeah, Godzilla-saurus comes with him. They sacrifice the baby to him. Which is something that someone suggested like 20 minutes into the movie, but... <laughs> There's a whole moment where... Uh, yeah. Well, then the god, the the Green Goblin glider pays off, because that's how a few of them get out of Godzilla. <laughs> it's so dumb. With the explosion, like... Okay, but yeah, that's the plot. That's, that's the plot, and uh, it's not super... It's... It's really... It's disapp- It's little. It's more disappointing than like not bad, because like getting into a little bit of trivia here, that in terms of ratio of film to footage, this has the highest amount of Godzilla film of any modern movie, like any of the kaiju films. Oh wow! It is the highest one where he shows it the most. Hey, yeah, you said you had a bunch of cool facts. Is that the big one? That's one of them. Okay. Is that it's like, oh shit. Hit us with those cool he, facts. He shows up the most in this movie. Like, it's nuts. Like, he shows up the most out of any other movie. And you can feel that. And it's like, it's a bit of a shame it was put on this movie? Because yeah. of other problems and stuff? Uh-huh. There was something where apparently an early concept was Mechagodzilla could, like, Power Ranger style split into two separate robots. God, that would have been cool. It would have been yeah, cool. Mechagods, this was a flop. Well, it wasn't a flop, but it way underperformed, especially in comparison to Godzilla vs. Mothra. Yeah. Which is going to be the unfortunate decline of the Heizai era as we watch these next couple of films. Mm. They didn't stop the Heizai movies because they were like, this is a definitive saga. This is the tale of Godzilla as only it could be told. They stopped it cause, and rebooted it because they needed to find a new direction because the films were not doing as well as they wanted financially. Mm. Which is, which will be interesting because... This is our favorite era, and it's the flop era. <laughs> it's where things are going downhill. Well, I hope yeah. not downhill, but hopefully this is a stumble well, thing. We actually haven't watched any Millennium movies, so maybe the Millennium era will be our favorite era. We don't we'll know. see. We don't know We yet. like this more than Showa. We do. We, we do for sure. Yeah. And apparently the little trivia thing was, this was originally supposed to be a remake of King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> but they couldn't, like, the licensing stuff didn't work out. Yeah. But Mecha, Mechanic Kong's theme is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they still kept that in. But, uh, yeah, that stuff happened. And I'm... I think, you know, this was not the most interesting favorite watch of the Heizai things, of course, but I am really interested in the remaining two. 
Yeah. Because I do know that, like, Destroya and Space Godzilla are some of, like, the most well-known Godzilla monsters. Yeah. Like, his, you know, antagonists. Yeah. Because Space Godzilla just looks like a fucking, like, oh, like a super over-designed Godzilla, and it's fun. <laughs> yeah. But so, that won't be the next about. Godzilla movie we watch. The, the next couple of movies on the thing we are mm. watching are, first... Uh, next week, obviously, we're continuing our Attack on Titan series. Season 3, Part 2. My favorite part of the whole show so far. Then we will be doing the BFG, an episode we recorded a long while ago. <laughs> uh, yep. That'll be a time. Like two recording locations ago. It was a while back. Uh, <laughs> we and, had to move it because Clifford won. Clifford yeah, won. And then Attack on Titan Season 4, Part 2. Two or part one. Part one. We have not recorded that yet, so no one has no idea all the crazy shit in that one. And then will <laughs> be a time. We don't have anything set yet, so let's let's talk about what we want it to be. I think we can't really come up with a make it great, so let's pitch which one we want it to be. And let's discuss this on which, mic. Which, which what? Which god? Because I want to do another Godzilla. Okay. At least maybe not, doesn't necessarily have to be a Godzilla film, but mm. has to be. In the Toho-verse. In the Toho-verse? Okay. Yeah. Invasion of Astro Monster. That's my pick. It's been so long since we've done a Showa era film. Yeah. And Invasion of Astro Monster is one of the sickest titles <laughs> ever. My pitch was going to be Rodan. Oh, the original Rodan. Yeah. I liked, vis- I liked seeing Rodan here. I want to see... Rodan is always has such sidekick energy. I want to see what a Rodan is the star movie is like. <laughs> It'd be like a Starscream is the star. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because huh. yeah. I I do know Astro Monster is on the schedule for later. Yeah. Because we are, you know, if episode fifty will be a special sh- a special movie that we've been prepping for, so we do have to get it before then. Yeah. But um, we can do. I do like the sound of Rodan because Rodan's really old. It's like fifty-five. Yeah, it's like happened like within a year of the original Godzilla. Yeah. I mean, there are other suggest- we could do Shin Godzilla. Oh no, I want to save that one. We do. We want to save Shin Godzilla. Yeah, okay. that one's too, too of an interesting of a thing to talk about. So. I think I think yeah. Let's settle on Rodan is the next okay. big kaiju thing. Rodan. We'll do, we'll do some good old nineteen fifty five Rodan. Woo! Woo! We'll see his origins, his dark origins, which will recontextualize everything in the present. Dalmatians killed his mom, guys. <laughs> and Bazuki was his childhood bully. Exactly. It all comes together. So we'll see you next time with Attack on Titan Season 3, Part 2, otherwise known as the pure Kino shit. See you next time, baby! See you then.